Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It's time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF. Happy Thanksgiving. And I'm not just talking about the holiday. I'm talking about if you are a Christian and you have been washed in the blood of the Lamb and your sins have been forgiven and pardoned and remitted... (laughs) Today is a day of thanksgiving. It doesn't wait for Thanksgiving Day. Every day we should be able to wish each other happy Thanksgiving. Someone would look at you pretty uh, <laughs> pretty funny and say, you know, uh, that's weird. This is not Thanksgiving Day. Well, it is if you're a Christian. Uh, I want to be thankful every day of my life. In fact, I believe that we're going to be thankful throughout all eternity. I don't believe there will be a day of eternity that we take for granted what we have been given in Jesus Christ. It's easy down here right now with all of the distractions to to get and responsibilities uh, and temptations uh, to to miss this great truth and to not really appreciate uh, what we have in Jesus like we could or should. But I want to focus on what God has given me in Christ today. Oh, friend, the gift of eternal life. You know what it's called? It's called the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. It is also called the unspeakable gift, something that we try constantly to describe biblically and personally, but it is a gift beyond description. There are no words in the human vocabulary. Maybe angels could do it better, but they're not the recipient of this gift. This gift is to you and to me because of God's great grace and God's great love. Well, we're glad to be with you today. And once again, in the holiday sense, happy Thanksgiving coming right up. Uh, Happy Turkey Day and all of those things. But in the biblical sense, spiritual sense, and as a Christian brother to you, my brothers and sisters in Christ who are listening today, uh, we want you to be wished a happy Thanksgiving Day every day. Hallelujah. And uh, if you're not a Christian today, we would like you to stay tuned to this broadcast. If you want to know what God offers you in Jesus Christ today, how much he loves you, amen. And, And if you will just take some time to go to the scripture with us and find the real real genuine reason for being so very thankful in whatever circumstance we may find ourselves in, in a faulty body, in a fallen world, there is a faithful father who has loved us enough to give us his son and a faithful savior who loved us enough to stay on the cross until our sin debt was paid in full. Well, we're talking about thank offering praise today. Just before we get into this message, and I'm going to begin it today by reading Psalm 100 and verse 4 and and make a statement to you. And we're going to go quickly through this broadcast. But while you're uh, thinking about 
uh, being thankful. <laughs> think about the station that we're on here today, WMAF, and think about the blessing that it is to you and your household with uh, the, the kind of programming that allows the gospel of Jesus Christ and songs that communicate the gospel so wonderfully and clearly in song. Uh, think about the blessing that they are and drop them a line, uh, drop them a, a postcard, drop them a Thanksgiving card and tell Tell them that you are very grateful that they are on the air. I know it would be an encouragement to the staff and management of this station. We're pray and and further, we pray for the blessing of of everyone concerned with WMAF. We pray that God will will uh, increase the the influence of this station, particularly because of the World Wide Web, where we have uh, we know they listen to WMAF in Africa. Because because we have received a correspondence from a pastor in Africa who heard the broadcast listening to WMAF from the World Wide Web and contacted us personally then after that. So this is a station, it's a little station uh, with a big footprint <laughs> as far as it it travels because of the World Wide Web. And we're grateful to be part of the great group of ministries that are are taking the gospel in every way that we can and in this case through the media to the nations of the world and to our return listeners we we bless you today we want you to have a happy thanksgiving day every single day of your life i don't mean <laughs> to eat that much turkey and pumpkin pie every day of your life amen i do mean to celebrate uh, the significance of the blessing that God has given us in Christ every single day without ceasing. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we're going to the Word of God today, and we're going to be talking about thanksgiving uh, praise and thanksgiving offerings, in particular thank offering praise. The thank offering in the Old Covenant was an offering that was brought generally after the prescribed sin offering and to be show gratefulness and gratitude for that sin being forgiven as that uh, offering was offered to the priest in behalf of that person offering it they would come back and bring a thank offering behind it and that thank offering wasn't prescribed but it was expected of the Lord. Amen. It was not something that was mandatory because God wanted it to come from the heart. Hallelujah. Today we want to stimulate that thank offering to be given to God from the heart. Hallelujah. I want to read this from Jeremiah thirty eighteen through 20 first. It says, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will restore the fortunes of the tents of Jacob, and have compassion on his dwelling places, and the city will be rebuilt on its ruin, and the palace will stand on its rightful place. From them will proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of those who celebrate and I will multiply them, and they shall not be diminished, and I will also honor them, and they will not be insignificant. 
Their children shall be as formerly, and their congregation shall be established before me, and I will punish all their oppressors. Hallelujah. God said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to defend you. Hallelujah. To secure the blessing. In Psalm 104, uh, it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. You can see this progression. Enter his gates with this attitude of gratitude, thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise, giving thanks to his name. Hallelujah. And praise his name. Someone has said, well, I'll tell you who it was. It was John Henry Jowett. He said, life without thankfulness is devoid of love and passion. Hope without thankfulness is lacking in fine perception. Faith without thankfulness lacks strength and fortitude. I'll amen that twice. Amen. If you quit thanking God, if you lose your gratitude, you're not going to use your faith. You will become discouraged because of the immediate circumstance. But if you can keep praising God through that dark night, <laughs> weeping lasts for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And morning comes, dear friend, when the sun of righteousness arises in your heart with healing in his wings. Praise God. I want to read that again. Faith without thankfulness lacks strength and fortitude. Every virtue divorced from thankfulness is maimed and limps along the spiritual road. Amen. That's why the Bible said that we are, we are to, to look unto Jesus, who is, the, who is the author and finisher of our faith. We're to run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. The actual Greek would read, looking away from all that will distract and setting your gaze upon Jesus. And it's not just Jesus granting miracles and Jesus just getting us out of every problem. It's Jesus suffering for our sake on the cross so that we don't just get so focused on ourself, our pressure, our pain, our heartache, and our heartbreak that we forget God's goodness and God's grace toward us in Jesus Christ. It simply says to lay aside every sin and wait that so easily beset us and run with patience the race that is set before us, that word patience would be rendered perseverance. Amen. Looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Consider him looking at him in a particular way for a peculiar work that he has done peculiar to us concerning our salvation. Looking unto Jesus, considering him who suffered such a great contradiction of sinners against himself. And that occurred when he stayed on the cross, impaled and in pain and suffering in order to pay our sin debt. Lest you be weary and faint in your own mind. You see, faith is sustained by an attitude 
of gratitude. I want to say that again. Faith is sustained. It is underpinned. It is foundation is an attitude of gratitude. And that's why David said to stimulate that faith, to have that fortitude. What shall I render to God for all that he's given me? And he answers that question rhetorically in Psalm 103, verse 1 through 5. And it simply says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen. What what a litany of, of reasons to give thanks unto God, to stimulate thanks offering praise every single day of our life. Someone said the preacher came over to visit unexpectedly, wanting to make a good impression. The lady of the house instructed her little daughter Please run and get that good book we all love so much and bring it here. The daughter tottered off and then returned in a minute with a, with a triumph on her face and the Sears catalog in her hands. Friend of mine, the biggest Thanksgiving killer is the day after Christmas shopping begins. In earnest, when we stop thinking about what we have and start thinking about what we want. Oh, friend of mine, David began to praise God for all of his blessings. And on the top of the list of things worthy of thanksgiving was the remission of sins. Psalm 103, verse 3 says, Bless the Lord, O O my soul, I'm going to read it down, and all that is within me, who forgiveth all our iniquities. We bless him with all that is within us for this kind of complete forgiveness and pardon, who forgiveth all our iniquities. The word iniquities is a strong one. It does not mean mistakes. What if the Bible said that Christ died for our mistakes? God forgives our iniquities, all our ingrained perversity, all the bentness of our being. Now there is an item for constant praise. David sees the believer as a forgiven penitent. He forgives all our iniquities. Amen. Let me read you the measure of his forgiveness, how complete it is in Psalm 103 and verse 12. It says, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. You see, iniquities is that evil bent within us, that old Adam nature that causes us 
to commit the transgression. Sin is transgression of the law. Iniquity goes deeper than just the act of transgressing. It is the attitude that allows us to move into that area of disobedience to God and to God's will and to God's law. Friend of mine, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, but God hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was not just wounded for our transgressions in Isaiah 53, 5, but he was bruised for our iniquity. You see, God doesn't just forgive the sin and leave you with that bent towards sinning. That sin no longer reign in our mortal body. He deals with it deeper than just the transgression and forgiven and then being doomed to committing that same sin over and over and coming back again and again. I'm not talking about being sinlessly perfect. I'm talking about a man having an attitude that has been perfected because of gratitude to God, amen, that we will not live our life according to the culture, according to uh, the pressure of the fallen world around us, but we will live our life differently from the world around us because of what Christ has done for us and within us. Hallelujah. This is a horizontal measure. When we take a point on this planet, we draw a line horizontally, but we must be careful. We must not draw the line from the north to the south, for that's a finite distance. He said he would cast our sin as far as the east is from the west. The north-south measure is finite, not so the east-west measure. If we travel north from a given point, sooner or later we'll reach the North Pole. A definite point. When we travel south, we will reach the South Pole. Another definite point. East and west are a complete different matter. We can start to travel east and there's no point so long as we continue in that direction at which we start to travel west. (laughs) We can start to travel west and no matter how long we continue, there's no point at which we travel east. West will always be west and east will always be east. Oh, friend of mine, when God says he will cast your sins away from you as far as the east is from the west, that means what he continues to say, their sins will I remember no more. I love Micah 7 and verse 19. It says he will turn again and he will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Hallelujah. I love what one man said. He said, I went down to the sea of God's forgetfulness in a dream. And I stood on the shore of the sea of God's forgetfulness. And I heard splashes, some like pebbles splashing upon the water. And I heard some like great boulders slamming into the water, almost shaking the seashore with the impact. And I asked someone who was standing beside me, in fact, 
I believe it was an angel. I said, what is happening here? What are those sounds? And he is the, said, this is the sound of God casting the sins of those who have repented and turned to him by faith into the depths of the sea of his forgetfulness. Hallelujah. He said some people's sins are very small and they make a little splash. And some are like huge boulders and they hit so hard the surface of the water that they make this great reverberating sound. But they all settle to the bottom of the sea of God's forgetfulness. And by the way, there is no bottom to the sea of God's forgetfulness. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, when you are forgiven because of the blood of Jesus Christ and every Old Testament sacrifice and forgiveness looked forward to the perfect sacrifice when Jesus went to the cross and shed his blood. Every lamb that was sacrificed was a type of the Lamb of God that would take away the sins of the world. And the completeness of this forgiveness, if we didn't read any other benefit that would cause us to bless the Lord, this should be enough for us to bless Him every day of our life. Praise God. Amen. There's nothing greater than knowing that every sin that you've ever committed has been forgiven. It is the top of the list of blessings. There's healing. There's deliverance here. There's all kinds of other blessings because of that great blessing, the greatest of all. What shall I render to God for all his benefits unto me? Let me read you in the New Testament what is the most important way that we can show gratitude to God because of grace like this and mercy like this. As a new covenant believer, listen to this carefully. I beseech you, Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, by the see stimulated by grace like this, love like this, mercy like this, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present or yield your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Literally rendered, it would be your true spiritual worship. Friend of mine, worshiping Him in spirit and in truth means that we come to Him and offer not only the calves of our lips, the fruit of our lips. It's not just following a song leader's lead on Sunday morning or following the choir. Oh, friend, it's not sitting back listening uh, complacently as if we're watching some kind of performance Oh, no, it's not for our entertainment. It is so we have an opportunity to bless the Lord with everything that is within us. And that involves more than just how loudly we praise Him or enthusiastically we praise Him. 
we should present ourselves a living sacrifice. Thank offering praise, bringing our, our own body that contains our soul and our spirit, a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove, which means to exemplify or demonstrate, what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You know, he said to us, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. This is that perfect will of God, that good will of God, that that is acceptable unto Him. When we show gratitude by offering ourselves a living sacrifice, literally taking up our cross and following Him, denying those old urges and those old values and priorities that our flesh had had brought into our life but saying no no i don't serve that old master i'm not just talking about the devil he solicits the iniquity of our fallen nature amen god forgives that iniquity and he begins by the renewing of our mind to change our value system hallelujah for for after a while paul came to the place to live is Christ and to die is gain. Hallelujah. He's not just talking about gaining heaven when he passes from this earth. He's talking about dying to self so that he can live to God and find the joy and the freedom of following Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God and doing it out of his free will, offering his body as a living sacrifice, his soul, his spirit, all that is within him. See, David said it. He didn't understand all we understand or see all that we know in the new covenant. But David said, if he forgives all of mine iniquities, I should praise him with all my heart and all of my being. Glory be to God. Amen. He's cast our sins away from us as far as the east is from the west. And he's promised that he would never, ever, ever associate us with those sins again. Praise God. Oh, friend, today, that's why that we need to celebrate and praise God and be thankful. I want to read Jeremiah thirty eighteen and 20 again before we close today. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will restore the fortunes of the tents of Jacob and have compassion on his dwelling places. And the city will be rebuilt on its ruin and the palace shall stand on its rightful place. And from them will proceed thanksgiving 
and the voice of those who celebrate. Amen. And when that occurs, he said, I'll multiply them, and they will not be diminished, and I will also honor them, and they will not be insignificant. Their children will also be as formerly, and their congregation shall be established before me. And if anybody messes with them, I'm adding that. (laughs) He said, and I will punish their oppressors. I'll bless them. I will keep them. I will defend them. And that's why the Bible said, blessed are the people who know the joyful sound, who have, who have experienced the forgiveness and the pardon and the restoration that God brings when we truly repent. He wants to restore what the enemy has stolen from you. He wants to restore what sin has cost you, even though our own folly is the reason that the that we're hurting so bad today. And today, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your personal Savior, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you would turn around, that you would stop running from Him, that you would run to Him. And as David said, He restoreth my soul. And you can celebrate Thanksgiving, not just this coming Thursday, but you can celebrate Thanksgiving every day of your life for the rest of your life. And when this life is over, you can celebrate Thanksgiving throughout all eternity. Hallelujah. And today, if you're a Christian, this Thanksgiving season, this Christmas season, Let every day of your life be a season because you have of thanksgiving because you have a reason to be thankful in every circumstance of life. The cross stands and you should set your gaze on him that hung upon it and say, thank you, Jesus. God will turn your situation around And God will restore and bless you. Come back next week. And let's continue to celebrate Jesus. Amen.